Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible complex specialty care that cares about your ROI. It's possible because we're already doing it all while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Really glad to have this man back. He has been under fire for a long time because he just wanted to tell the truth about COVID, about the shots, about everything that was going on, the therapeutics, and he got in trouble for it, and he's come out on top. It's Dr. Scott Jensen, MD, family medicine physician. Um, go and get his book, drscottjensenbook.com. It's called We've Been Played, Exposing the Triad of Tyranny. Doc, good to see you again. How are you? Joe, I'm terrific, and it's great to be back on. Thank you. Well, I appreciate you, you reaching out on Twitter the other day. I didn't realize that there was a resolution. When we had you on, you were under fire big time. Were they trying to take away your medical license? What were they doing to you? Yes, this was the sixth investigation. They came forward with 18 allegations. We had a 90-minute fairly intense conference during that time. Uh, the conversation was at times fractious, but it was always, I thought, constructive. They took a 15-minute recess, and when the Minnesota Board of Medical Practice reconvened and asked me to step back into the boardroom, I did so, and they made it very clear very quickly. All 18 allegations were being dismissed. Case was closed. Over. I felt terrific. Well, and you should because you were right the entire time. Um, you just wanted people to know that there are therapeutics that work. You wanted people to know that what you're hearing from big government and big pharma might not be the case and that doctors like you should have the opportunity to use your medical practice and your medical um, experience and, and your education to really give an opinion on what's going on with your patients. And literally, the state boards and the state attorney general, who we're going to get into in a second here, They've been, they've been telling you, you've got to do it the way we say, or else you're out. That's exactly right. And we have seen so many time-honored policies, as well as laws, literally thrown under the bus in order for people who choose to decide that they think they get to determine what the narrative is for the whole nation. That's why I wrote the book, Joe. That's why I wrote We've Been Played, because we have been played. And the combination of big government, big tech, and big pharma is far more powerful than people realize. So when I was vindicated with the Minnesota Board of Medical Practice, I also realized two things. One, this is more than just about Scott Jensen, a family doctor in Minnesota. This is about every person whose livelihood is dependent on some form of regulatory agency, a permitting board, a licensing board, whoever. Because if you are under the thumb of such an agency or such a government official, that organization can be weaponized against you. And I've said it over and over again, Joe, if it can happen to me, it can happen to you. Yeah. And so 
I feel like we have to fight back now. It's time to go on offense. And that's why I said, okay, listen, we've got to file suit against the attorney general in Minnesota and the Minnesota Board of Medical Practice. We have to ask the courts to help establish where is that line that distinguishes free speech from professional conduct as it relates to the practice of medicine. Because that line is real. Just because I'm a physician doesn't mean that I don't get to make a a, flow, a speech on the floor of the Minnesota Senate right. and express perspective on a given policy question that I might even be asked to vote in terms of making it a law or not. And that's really what happened throughout my Senate career in my last year, as well as that gubernatorial campaign that I participated in for almost two years. This was hanging over my head. Doc, if you don't mind, show the book again. I'm going to let people see it. It's called, again, it's called We've Been Played, Exposing the Triad of Tyranny. Let me ask you this, and I've asked a lot of doctors that I've had on this question. Do you think there should be any relationship between any governmental agency and Big Pharma? And by that, I mean there are people at the NIH and CDC and elsewhere that get royalties from the sales of vaccines. We know that Moderna just gave over $400 million dollars to the CDC or to the NIH or somebody, um, and the FDA is all involved as well. Should there be that kind of relationship? Absolutely not. There has got to be an arm's length in order to prevent these transactions from being jaded and skewed. A lot of people don't realize that literally the FDA is funded by the pharmaceutical companies to a hefty degree. The CDC shares, as I understand it, patent relationships with big pharma. There are so many interconnected relationships that I think if it really got to see the light of day, I think Americans on both sides of the aisle would say, well, that is truly crazy. In 2021, Pfizer, I believe, set a record for all pharmaceutical companies whereby it received more than 50% of its uh, gross revenues from one product for which it had no liability. It's vaccine. I think it was over $35 billion in 2021. This is unheard of. Since 1986, when the law was passed and signed, whereby pharmaceutical companies were protected against liability with vaccines, this has become the holy grail, Joel. This is where pharmaceutical companies know that if they can hit a home run and if they can convince the FDA and the CDC to put their newly discovered vaccine on the routine schedule for Americans every day, week, month, and year when they get their physicals or well child visits. They've hit the home run. This is recurring income. They have no liability. This is this is the lottery for Big Pharma. It really is, and, and they've made billions and billions and billions, as you've said. Uh, there is no FDA-approved vaccine. These are still EUA. Therefore, there's still no liability whatsoever when it comes to these companies. Um, and, and they can't have hydroxychloroquine nor uh, ivermectin work, because if they do, you have to stop the EUA. They just re up the EUA, by the way, uh, for, the, for the bivalent um, shots. I'm not going to call them vaccines. And they're going to continue to make money. The fact is, you've got a relationship where you've got an open door, a revolving door between government and big pharma. I mean, if you leave government from the FDA, you might be on the board of directors at Moderna or at Pfizer, which doesn't make any sense either. What is, is there any check and balance in place that you know of as a physician to stop this sort of you know, incestuous relationship that we're talking about? That's the million-dollar question of the day. I think the fact that there is not is exactly what should prompt everyone to be extremely concerned because there is no check and balance system. If you look at who are the bigwigs in the FDA and you look at 
pharmaceutical former bigwigs, you'll see them going back and forth. If you look at who's the commissioner, who's in charge, who's the second in charge, who's in the, the executive suites, you will see a constant, literally, musical chairs back and forth between FDA and big pharma. I don't think people understand, Joe, that this is a big part of why what happened over the last three years happened is because this relationship, which heretofore really hasn't been discussed at all, right. is so extensive that I think an awful lot of people would just shake their head and they'd say, no, it can't be. But it is. Dr. Scott Jensen, he is, uh, he's been successful in keeping his license. The board uh, voted unanimously, we're going to leave this guy alone. How did it start? Does, does it start in the AG's office? Keith Ellison, notably, is a fan of Antifa. He's a big government regulation. Uh, he's a defund the police guy. He's a WEF guy. What does he have to do with this? Did he, uh, did, does he start the action against people like you to try to stop you from telling the truth in medicine? My first four investigations were handled between the Minnesota Board of Medical Practice and myself. The fifth one was started in November of 21 and was allowed to hover above my last 12 months of campaigning for the governor's seat in Minnesota. In January, two months after the November 2022 election was over, I received a letter from the Minnesota, actually, I received a letter from the attorney general's office. And this was the first time that I did correspondence from the attorney general's office. Basically, what was being said here was the Minnesota Board of Medical Practice had decided that my written response for the first time was not adequate. And now they wanted to have a conference with me. And so at that point in time, the attorney general's office stepped in and said, we're taking the lead. So at that point in time, I was corresponding with not simply the Minnesota Board of Medical Practice. Now I had to address, in a direct manner, Keith Ellison and the Attorney General's office. Yeah, but doctor, so I've got to stop you for a second. Was he alleging a crime? Why would the Attorney General be involved if it's not criminal? Because at this point in time, the Attorney General is saying, heretofore, you've had these allegations dismissed. This time around, we're playing for some serious marbles. We're gonna have this conference, and if this conference doesn't go satisfactorily from our perspective, we're going to be having an administrative hearing, which represents it's sort of a similar level as a district court getting involved. Right. So if you will, the attorney general's office was preparing for much more serious consequences down the road. And that was why, Joe, I went out and hired an attorney and we decided to play hardball backwards. And I'm glad that you did. So you're suing the the Attorney General Keith Ellison right now. What is the suit? Uh, undue persecution? Undue prosecution? What, what, what are you alleging here? And, and how is this going to help other doctors in Minnesota not have to face what you faced? My First Amendment rights have been violated. I was denied free speech, as well as the fact that the 14th Amendment was violated, whereby the states are held to honor my free speech as in the First Amendment federally. So both the First and the Fourteenth Amendment play heavily into this. There's all kinds of discussions about other, if you will, sidebar elements to the yeah. to the suit. But the bottom line is we do not allow the Attorney General, we do not allow regulatory agencies to be weaponized and to take away First Amendment rights 
And we, we're asking the courts, you've got to step in. This is purely wrong. Well, it, it seems to be a clear violation of your civil rights, your constitutional rights, obviously. And I think it's a, it's a valid suit. I hope that, you, that you're successful because a lot of people are facing exactly what you faced and, and maybe even to a lower degree. But they will then you know, get, be reassured through a, a victory by you that their civil rights can be violated by some um, out-of-control attorney general that, that is is high on his own power. It's Dr. Scott Jensen, MD, family medicine uh, physician. You can help him out by going to givesendgo.com slash Scott Jensen. And it's uh, S-C-O-T-T-J-E-N-S-E-N. Uh, givesendgo.com slash Scott Jensen. Go get his book as well. It's called We've Been Played, Exposing the Triad of Tyranny. Doc, in recent weeks, we've seen the CDC, the FDA, the NIH, uh, leftists in, in, the, in our Congress saying things like, well, the science changed. And we've got, you know, like Walensky over at the CDC. She literally said when the shots came out, you, this, this will stop you from getting it, stop you from spreading it. That was a lie. We knew that that wasn't even tested by Pfizer. Pfizer is now admitted in the world court. We never tested to see if it stopped transmission, ever. We have people who were tools of the left who were saying, like Rachel Maddow, if COVID gets to you and you've taken the shot, it dies at you. It doesn't go anywhere else. Fauci said the same sort of thing. When you question them about it now, they've said this: these words, the science has changed. Doctor, has it? No, it hasn't. Frankly, they were doing everything they could to craft a narrative that would dominate the scene. And that narrative was heavy on fear, light on science. Frankly, it was light on deductive reasoning. We're seeing people run so fast. Joe. We saw the Canadian Prime Minister Trudeau come on and say that, yeah, he never mandated this. He never did this. We're seeing Tony Fauci come yeah. on. He didn't lock down businesses. Yeah. We're seeing the union, uh, ed, the education union chair, uh, Randy Weingarten, come out and say, we desperately wanted to open schools back up. These, these reversals are so flagrant, and they're not, they're not attached with any remorse. It is clear they are just running from it. They're trying to say it loud and often so that people will think, that they can rewrite history. That's why there's got to be some level of accountability. It isn't about being mean-spirited. It's we have been through hell and back as a nation, and we cannot let these these purveyors of falsehood who accused everybody else shut businesses down, shut doctors down, doctors lost their license, and now they want to get off scot-free, run the other way and say, hey, no crime, no foul. No, there's been involved. Doc, what stuns me is that they think we don't have videotape from two years ago. Of course we do. We know Randy Weingarten did not want to open schools again and went on and on and on about how they shouldn't be opened. And other people in her own union in California, specifically in Massachusetts, didn't want to ever open schools again. They were on vacation in Cancun. They didn't want to go back. They wanted to do online education. We know that Biden himself from the White House said it's going to be a long, dark, deadly winter for those who are unvaccinated. We know they all said it was a pandemic of the unvaccinated. They all said that. We know that even today, this is how crazy it is. Um, Hochul, Kathy Hochul, who is the governor of, of New York, has recently said she won't rehire the medical staff that she fired because they were unvaccinated because the last thing somebody wants to get when they're looking for health care is the chance of getting COVID from the person giving it to them. She's still acting as if, if you're unvaccinated, you somehow are carrying COVID with you and you're going to give it to everybody. So how do we wake people up? Other than what you're doing, and I appreciate what you're doing, but... How do we wake people up to understand that what you've been told for almost three straight years has been lies? I think what we have to do, Joe, is we have to push aside the partisan politics. And we just have to do exactly what you're doing. We've got to share with people that Gretchen Whitmer, the governor of Michigan, has come out and said that when she looks back 
on some of the policy decisions they made. It's hard to make sense out of them. Yeah. We demonstrate to people that the lockdowns have been acknowledged, that they didn't accomplish what they were supposed to. Locking kids out of school and locking businesses down didn't solve problems. One size fits all didn't work. The origin of the virus can legitimately be attributed potentially to a lab and not a spontaneous animal, if you will, recombination of RNA material. Right. At every level, the, the models, the, the tracing, the tracking, the PCR testing, over and over again, the fighting about natural immunity. Natural immunity is centuries and centuries old. They knew about that before Christ. These are things that are just beyond the pale. And if they want to run from them, we have to just keep saying, listen, this is what you said. This is what happened. This is what you said. This is what happened. Doesn't matter if we're talking about lockdowns. Doesn't matter if we're talking about masks, vaccines, natural immunity, this ridiculous lottery mentality trying to get people to take a vaccine. Sometimes they take a second and a third vaccine after they had struggled mightily with the first. Right. And people because of this. I, I couldn't agree more. And Doc, thank you for telling the truth since day one. It's Dr. Scott Jensen. Go to drscottjensenbook.com. It's drscottjensenbook.com. The book is called We've Been Played, Exposing the Triad of Tyranny. And help him out by going to givesendgo.com slash Scott Jensen. He's in a fight with Attorney General um, uh, uh, Keith Ellison. And, and the guy, I'm telling you, this guy w- is looking to make uh, uh, an example of doctors out there who would not get in lockstep and say the words they said they had to say. They actually were doing doctoring and, and they were practicing medicine. So again, it's uh, givesendgo.com slash Scott Jensen. Go help them out there. Doctor, I appreciate you. I hope that you sell 2 million books. Let's, let's uh, get together again very soon. Thanks, Joe. I like that very much. All right, brother. We appreciate you. We're back after this. Stay right here. Joe Pags. show on your radio on your device maybe listening on the weekend on a podcast appreciate all the great radio stations that carry us as well uh great to have dr jensen back on um he was tried he was pushed he got in front of the board and he won and more people should stand up for the truth and doctors if they've gone through the proper education they've got the proper licensing should be allowed to diagnose properly he didn't do anything wrong by maybe talking about ivermectin or hydroxychloroquine didn't do anything wrong by saying well maybe you should hold off on the shot didn't say anything wrong by by saying yeah you can still get it and spread it even if you are even if you are um you know jabbed and he did nothing wrong by saying natural immunity means something it always has so I thank God that he stuck to his guns he wished that he would have won the governor's race in uh, Minnesota to be honest with you I can't believe you guys still have this this guy in uh, in Minnesota but um, Scott Jensen would have been a great governor I'm glad he's going after Keith Ellison you've got to stop the lawlessness of that attorney general's office going after doctors like Jensen. Especially in a, and he's made this suggestion a couple of times, especially in an election cycle where he was taking on the Democrat. I mean, it says a lot about who the left is and how far they'll go to continue to win elections. I hope that he wins. His civil rights certainly were violated. His First Amendment rights certainly violated. His 14th Amendment rights certainly, in my opinion, violated. So a very good conversation. I appreciate that. If you're sticking around as we do it live, next hour is going to be Judicial Watch's Tom Fitton. You've seen Tom on television a lot. They're doing hard work making sure that 
the criminal activity of the left in this country is called out every single time. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Stay right here. This is the Joe Pags Show.